Hey everybody, this is Erin, your host of Ramblings of a Random Fangirl. I know this isn't my usual intro, but today's episode of Ramblings is going to be talking about some pretty sensitive material related to sexual assault. So I wanted to give a listener discretion advised warning in case any of my listeners uh, have been victims or know anybody who has who has been a victim. If you or someone you know has been a victim of sexual assault and you're in the United States, please call the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network hotline at 1-800-656-4673. That's 1-800-656-4673. You can also go to R-A-I-N-N dot org that's r-a-i-n-n dot org slash get dash help today's episode is going to be dealing with some pretty heavy stuff so i'm issuing a listener discretion advised warning Uh, If you or someone you know is a victim of rape or sexual assault and you're easily triggered by the subject, this may not be the episode for you to listen to. I genuinely care about all of you and I want to make sure that you stay safe. And if you have been assaulted, please know there are resources, there's help, and there's hope. I love you all and I look forward to seeing you in just a minute. For today's episode of Ramblings of a Random Fangirl. So today our topic of discussion is episode 14 of season 5 of the firefighter drama Station 19. Uh, Let me give you a little bit of background real quick to catch those of you who don't watch up to speed. Station 19 is a production that is done by Krista Vernoff of Triple Light Productions. She is also associated with Shonda Rhimes and Shondaland Productions. Um... Station 19 is a firefighter spinoff of the popular Shondaland series, Grey's Anatomy, which Christopher Vernoff also now runs. Um, and it's not been without its share of controversy in the past. Um, the series features Jaina Lee Ortiz, who some of you might remember from the uh, detective series Rosewood. As Detective Villa, as a firefighter named Andy Herrera, who is now a lieutenant at Seattle Fire Station 19, a station that used to belong to her father, Pruitt Herrera, until Pruitt uh, retired and then eventually passed away. Um, The series has put Andy through a lot. Uh, it's been, it's been five seasons now, and yeah, uh, that's all I can really describe it as. They've put her through a lot, um, from friends around her dying, to, um, 
having affairs to getting married and then uh, her marriage being on the rocks and there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on. Um, This character has essentially been put through a ringer over five seasons. Um, More so than I think any other um, Shondaland character that I've met. Aside from perhaps Scandal's Olivia Pope, but that's a whole nother discussion for another day, and it's one of the reasons that I have a lot of issues with Station 19, which we'll get into later. Um, the show right now is facing a huge amount of backlash, um, because a lot of the characters, um, are not really liked by select portions of the fans. Um, but this week's episode took it to a brand new level. We've had firefighters die in the line of duty uh, over the course of the show's five seasons. We've seen people come and go. Um, the most recent exit other than uh, a major one that happened in, la- in this week's episode was Okiriete another one. Um, Okiriete, for those of you who don't really know who he is, is a Broadway actor famous for his portrayals of Hercules Mulligan and James Madison in Hamilton, as well as being involved briefly in the production of Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Um, so this series has gone really heavy-handed with, um, with the character darkness and character death and all of those kinds of dark storylines, and I think it's gone a little too far at this point. I'll tell you why in the next segment. See you in a bit. about how I thought this season was going really dark. Um, and I don't really think that darkness is anything to be worried about, but the main thing that concerns me as a fan is watching the sort of deconstruction of the series main character, which is, uh, of course, Andy Herrera, played by Janet Ortiz. Um, one of the things that I love about Jaina is Jaina brings such an energy to Andy and the way she portrays her, and it's amazing to kind of see how that character has evolved. Now, there's a lot of growing left to do. Uh, a lot of fans would still say that she's kind of whiny, uh, she has a lot of growing up to do, but she's still very important to the series. And I think a lot 
lot of fans are forgetting that. Uh, there's been a lot of backlash lately over the storylines in Station 19, especially revolving around uh, Danielle Savare's character, Maya Bishop, and her now wife, Karina DeLuca, played by Stephanie Santinato, who both have done an amazing job, and I love them both. But I feel like a lot of it has pulled away from the fact that we get this amazing Latina actress at the center of the show. And she is she is sort of the or is supposed to be at least the son of this universe. Um, for those of you who don't get the reference, I made a a minor Grey's Anatomy reference there. There's a scene in Grey's Anatomy where Christian Yang, played by um, Sandra Oh, is talking to Ellen Pompeo's Miranda Gray, and they're talking about her relationship with one of her co-workers. And they always called him McDreamy. Of course, we're talking about Patrick Dempsey, who, um, who played Dr. Shepard, Meredith Gray's eventual husband. And she says to Gray, he may be dreamy, but he is not the son. You are the son. And it's this pivotal moment where she's trying to convince Meredith of how great she is. Well, that's how I feel about Jenny Ortiz in Station 19. She is, for the purposes of Station 19, the son of the series. Uh, it revolves around her, as it should, even though this was kind of meant to be a starring vehicle for uh, Jason Winston George, who plays Ben Warren. Um, and I feel like she has been so eclipsed this season for a lot of fans. And there's a lot of people who feel like she's gone through so, so, so much trauma and so many issues. And it's been hard to watch because now we have these scenes where they basically used rape and sexual assault as a plot device and they've had her be assaulted and it's it's frustrating for me as a viewer because it feels like when when are we going to stop using this as a plot device and then you get the rabbit fans who sort of come in and they go well, you know, she doesn't even deserve to be the main character. She's not, she shouldn't be the focus. And they want to praise the um, Karina and Maya storyline because we have two women who are in a loving relationship who are adopting a baby. Now, let me be clear I don't have anything against Maya and Karina. I love that that's where their storyline is going. And I I do appreciate the 
nuance is not really the right word, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. The, the sort of, uh, wherewithal it takes to address an issue like that in the current climate. When we're talking about a family being created. And there are so many people saying, well, we want Maya and Karina to have a baby on their own. We don't want a man involved with the ship. And I hear you. But I think a lot of that discourse took away from the powerful performances that Jaina gave us over the last two weeks. Um, and I think it's unfortunate that the, um, the fans have resorted to attacking, uh, people over storyline. Um, this segment has gone a little bit longer than I planned, so I'm gonna end it here. On the next segment, we'll be talking a little bit about, uh, Xavier Sennett, who is a writer for Station 19 and also an actor for Grey's Anatomy, and how he dealt with the controversy this week. We'll also be talking a little bit about Jaina and some of the things that I've learned on Twitter about a potential feud with Danielle Silvery. All when we come back on Ramblings of a Random Fangirl. things this season has been the discourse painted around the Sullivan and Andy relationship on Station 19. If you haven't really been watching this season or for the last couple of seasons, you probably have not noticed the changes in Andy Herrera's character. One of, to me, the most poignant things they had her do in recent history on the show was to get married and they had her get married and then they had her father sort of tragically pass away in an accident but we found out that her dad was there for her wedding and he supported everything that she did um he gave his blessing gave his daughter away at her wedding and it was just a short time before he died. And then we had a whole bunch of revelations about Andy's family and things that we had never known, that she had never known, that her dad kept from her. And their entire marriage just sort of fell apart. And there's a lot of fans that have been waiting and waiting and waiting for Serrera, as we call them, Sullivan and Herrera, to get back together. And it feels to a lot of us like Serrera and Andy's happiness have taken a back seat to everything else. It's a very frustrating thing, especially for us, because we've been rooting for this couple for a while now, 
and we want to see Andy happy. We want to see her thriving. But there's been so much death and sadness and trauma surrounding this series that it almost seems impossible for her to even be happy at all. And it makes no sense. There's nothing that should be able to stand in the way of their love, and yet they've had to go through so many hurdles, and it seems like Andy cracked under the pressure of not wanting her marriage to end up like her parents' marriage. So, it leaves you wondering, what's next? Where are they going to go? And now you have the storyline where she's going to have to deal with the consequences of being assaulted and what that is going to do to her relationship. Now, on the bright side, it did give us moments of Sullivan coming and comforting her when there's not really been any interaction between them before and what we've had has kind of been a cold sort of well our relationship is over we're breaking up end of discussion situation and it's been it's been nice to kind of see these moments where that's thawing out but I really in the course of seeing what's going on with the show I really dislike what they're doing to Andy They've turned her into this sort of uncaring, unfeeling robot who she's thrown herself into her work now because her relationship with Robert is over. And I'm really hoping that at some point soon we will get them back. Although knowing that this is based around the same people that are part of Grey's Anatomy, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I hope I'm wrong, I pray I'm wrong, but I just, I don't know. As someone who really, really likes the couple of Robert and Andy together, I'm, I'm praying desperately that I'm wrong because I want to see a relationship on the show that actually functions. It seems like every relationship we've had, someone has either died or they've ended up being so very dysfunctional, except for Maya and Karina, which is another reason why I think a lot of um, Sullivan and Andy fans are upset, because all of the relationships were being shown have their travesties and their ups and downs and yet here are Maya and Karina getting to live their happy little bubbles out and it it frustrates people um and I don't know that that's necessarily justified but at the same time I can understand where it's coming from because it that's how it feels and to me It almost feels like the priorities of the writers have gone in a completely different place. Almost to a point where I wouldn't be surprised to hear um, something about another main character leaving the show soon. I hope I'm wrong, but if they continue going down this road, I think that's where we might be headed. Um... 
especially with Andy having gone through the issue of sexual assault and everything that that did to her. I just, I don't know where it's going to go. I really, really hope it's going to lead her back to Solomon, but you never know. So, now I want to hear from you. Do you think Andy will find her way back to Solomon? Let me know. I'm going to close this out in the next segment, and we will just recap a few things, and I'll talk about my hopes for the next episode. See you soon on Families of a Random Fangirl. have been going on Station 19 lately. I don't approve of them using sexual assault as a plot device. I don't approve of them um, sort of seemingly using this to further the friendship narratives on Station 19, although I am glad that the Station 19 crew seems to be sticking by Andy. I feel like the drama that's going on behind the scenes may be playing a little bit of a role here, but then again, I also feel like it could possibly be Twitter stands taking things too seriously and making things into something that they aren't. On next week's episode, I will be talking about Star Trek Picard and the latest episodes, and what I feel is next for the character of Chris Rios. Uh, I am really looking forward to next week's episode because there's been a ton of stuff happening this season for Picard, and I feel like it's a really interesting point to get to discuss. I'm also going to talk a little bit about uh, how I feel about how the Picard after show, The Ready Room, has been addressing this season. And my worries for next season of Picard. I'll see you next week for a brand new Picard-centric episode of Ramblings of a Random Fangirl. Until then, I'm your host, Erin.